The 451st edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for 20% off your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in our SGPN merch store is 10% off with promo code VETS. That's V E T S. Proceeds from the sales will all be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos. Welcome to episode 451 of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This episode's going out to the number two. If you know, you know. There, there's a... There. I, I, I made, oh, I made no! My, oh, there's our song again. Yes! Twice. And I'm wearing... <laughs> people on YouTube, you'll see I'm wearing the shirt of the band, the guys who supply our, our theme song. So um, thank you for coming to the show. I'm your host, Jeff Chalks Fox. This is uh, a special episode. We're covering Gumby's favorite promotion, perhaps, for the very, last very time. last time. <laughs> Maybe, not, not because we don't want to cover it, just because it may not exist. Uh, you might you might be scrambling through topology and so it's saying, I don't see Samurai Fight House have, having an event scheduled this week. No, that's Gumby's second favorite promotion. His third favorite promotion is that one I always forget the name of in Happy... Elephant. What is it? Happy Gumby? Elephant. Happy Elephant mma champs or something like that that's his third that's his third favorite promotion his favorite favorite promotion of course is bellator we're covering bellator 301 it could be the end of the line for bellator i haven't really heard anything about that recently but let's bring in gumby and we'll chat about his favorite thing in the whole wide world to chat about bellator hi gumby so i don't know i haven't heard much chatter either you know i i keep seeing reports here and there and you know most of them seem somewhat trustworthy but not entirely trustworthy and then I think the most telling thing is we just have no other events booked after this one. Um, and it's in November. So seemingly right now they're not doing anything in December, which I mean, sometimes they'd take December off, but sometimes they'd run something with like Ryzen too. Maybe we'd at right. least have some like rumblings of what was going to go on in January, like a big title fight or something like that, or the end of a Grand Prix or the start of a new Grand Prix. No rumblings of anything. So I think that's, the no news is probably the most telling part of this. And they've been loading like these cards up. Like this has 18 fights on it. I think the yeah. 300 had a whole buttload of fights too. Right. So, and it's, um, and it's not just, it's not just like a whole bunch of like regional dudes to try to sell tickets. It's like guys who have contracts who clearly they're trying to like, you know, finish those up. Yep. 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 All right. Before we get to Bellator, let's talk about this past weekend's regional MMA cage warriors. How did you do a cage Warriors? a couple fights fell off because they're disrespectful to our podcast and they cancel <laughs> fights after we record, but tell us, tell the people how you did. Yeah. They, they cut a couple of, uh, of the fights off one due to, uh, I believe an illness and the other one due to needing a fighter to fight somebody else in two weeks instead, uh, to keep a different card together, which seems like a weird reason to cancel a fight. Uh, but when all was said and done, we had three fights. Um, 
Figlack picked up a decision win, much like I thought he would. He was a decent-sized favorite. Then my guy, uh, Sean De Silva. I, I don't know if you got a chance to watch that. That dude is so freaking entertaining. Um, he went in there and, and you know, put on a, a show, wound up winning 29-28 across the board against Geraldo Fanny. Uh, and then in the main event, uh, you know, I, I had my guy, O'Neal Brown, pegged as a slight favorite and probably going to win. He was piecing up Bachar until one punch. Um, I'm pretty sure Bachar threw one punch in the whole fight and it was over, um, which I wound up being a godsend because it ended right before the UFC fights did and didn't make me have to double screen anything. So um, all said and done, uh, wound up two and one on the night on three fights. And because I got Da Silva as a slight underdog, I think he was plus 135 when he was posted uh as a result i wound up like up 60 bucks or something like that if you bet blindly a hundred dollars on every money line there you go and that's that's how we suggest you should do <laughs> no we don't <laughs> you should every fight at least 100 bucks especially bellator or actually re- okay so how you are regional overall now you're you're doing really good regional you're up, up a whole up, bunch of up almost 13 units on the year yeah fantastic and gumby's got a big unit let me tell you behind the scenes. Let me tell you about that. He's got nothing to say about that. Um, yes. No. Uh, what do you want me to comment on that? <laughs> exactly. You don't have to say anything. I said it all for you. Um, all right. So we're covering Bellator 301 this week. And they're coming, coming to us from somewhere. Oh, Chicago. I thought they're coming from some South Dakota, but no, it's actually a real city. Gumby. Uh, they do Chicago, love to Illinois. go to South Dakota. <laughs> uh, they do. Uh, it's Bellator 301, Amosov versus Jackson. Um, and it is happening on Showtime and the prelims are on YouTube. Canada, I think they want us to pay for the whole event. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> Friday, November the 17th, 5 p.m. is when it starts. The Trust Arena in Chicago, Illinois. 18 fights, like I said. We're going to cover all 18 for you, right? A whole buttload <laughs> no, of fights. God, no. <laughs> no, but if, uh, if, if at the end of the... Uh, the main card because we're going to talk about the five main card fights if at the end of the main card you want to let me spitball for like five minutes I'll, I'll go over some of my favorite guys on the undercard that that people might like to do it now spitball now before the ad read oh you spitball. Pre- yeah let me well let me get the ad read graphic ready too because you know um so yeah if if we're looking down card for a couple of plays that we like um because this bellator can be super chalky there's actually some guys down card who are pretty intriguing here. Uh, I like Samika Amaba is going to be fighting Denise Kielholtz. Uh Amaba is one I've liked uh, since she was an amateur. She used to fight for Cowboy Cerrone's amateur promotion. He's got an all-amateur promotion out of like Virginia. She used to fight for that. She's got really good wrestling, and I think it's going to give Kielholtz some problems. The books only have her right now at like negative 175. So I think there's still like a lot of value on Samiko Amaba there. Um, I- I'm seeing Archie Colgan at uh, fighting... Uh, I think it's a Peter Bust, but Bust is a plus 400 dog. Uh, I don't know necessarily that I would straight up pick him to win, but there's tons of value on him at, uh, at plus 400. I've also regularly touted the value of Kilis Moda, who's fighting Islam Mamadov. Uh, Mamadov is, again, one of those guys who I think just gets his odds boost up because he's got a Russian name. Uh, but Moda is a sick grappler and showed some really good hands last time out. He's plus 163. So I like Moda. I like Buist. I like uh, I like Imaba as a favorite. Um, and then, well, there was one more in there too. Um, oh, yeah. I like Tyrell Fortune versus Marcelo Gome. 
Marcelo Gome is like clinically overrated all the time. Um, and he's a, he's an underdog here. Fortune is only like negative 180 uh, though. So like you, you're getting pretty good value on uh, for, fortune and Maba might be like a fun little uh, prelim parlay to put together. And it sounds good too. Fortune and Maba. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. I also like, what do I also like? I'm trying to uh, move into my adveries. Here we are. I like our vets merch deal that we're doing right now. And on our veterans day, Everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code with the promo code sneeze. No, with the promo code vets, V-E-T-S, excuse me. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gear. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code vets, V-E-T-S. And we're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, even have an early payout offer if your team goes up by 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5, get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And finally, for this ad read, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to join, to play, excuse me, alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. They don't say MMA, but we they got MMA as well. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. And this is when I put Gumby on the on the hot seat and make him give you a play. Uh, I'll take uh, Monday Night Basketball, Demonis Sabonis. You know I love my Zaggies. Um, I'll take Demonis Sabonis higher than on his points. Uh, De'Aaron Fox a little bit banged up against the Cavaliers, so uh, they, they might lean on Demonis a little bit more than they usually do. He loves his zags. What do you think of Chet Holgram so far? In the He's NBA? nasty. He's so good defensively. I love the blocks. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over at Underlog's mobile app or website, underlogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underlog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. It's Underlog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right. Let's get crack locking. We're going to start. Actually, we're going to do the full main card for you uh, for the Bellator event. So the main card is on Showtime if you're in the United States of America. All right. Uh, we're starting with a lightweight fight, AJ McKee Jr. He, he can't be both. He can't be AJ McKee Jr. He's either Antonio McKee Jr. or he's AJ McKee. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that distinction. Yes. There didn't ever seem to be an AJ McKee Sr. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's fighting Sydney Outlaw. No junior, no senior, just Sydney Outlaw. All right, Outlaw Da Gun, D A Space Gun is his nickname. Uh, Seventeen and five, one knockout, eight submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once. Five and two in Bellator, three and one over his last four, including winning his last fight. Used to fight up at welterweight, multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Uh, one no on the contender series, 0-1 in World Series of Fighting. He has missed weight in the past at this weight class. 2013 Pro MMA debut, an inch of reach on McKee, plus 250. Mercenary AJ McKee, 20 and 1, six knockouts, seven submissions, never been finished in a fight. All of his fights have been in Bellator. Used to be the featherweight champion for a cup of 
coffee. Uh, he's won two straight fights. He's three years younger than Outlaw, an inch taller, minus 325. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with uh, with the favorite here. AJ McKee, you know, in, in Bellator, notoriously chalky here. I, I don't know why he's not a bigger favorite, though. This is another one I, I quote unquote squeeze in a parlay. I mean, apart from that tough decision loss to Patricio Pitbull, I mean, he's pretty much stomped everybody he's fought with like a solid combination of like really good top game wrestling. I mean, like his hands get going too. It's not like he, he can't box too, but I love his jujitsu. He's so crafty on the mat every single time he gets there. I, I think he shouldn't have any problem taking uh, Sydney Outlaw there. And also like he, he could just knock Sydney Outlaw out. Uh, I like wouldn't be super surprised if he did that. Sydney Outlaw, uh, both of his last two losses, like violent knockouts where he got dropped with like, uh, you know, like some pretty brutal right hands. So like, I could see AJ McKee tagging him too. So like AJ McKee pretty much by anything he wants to win by. Fantastic. Try to find that prop somewhere. People, uh, whatever AJ wants. McKee, AJ <laughs> McKee wants the, anything he wants prop, um, bet three sixty five. get on that. Um, all right. John's going to ask, I forgot to mention last episode, Gumby explain your hat. Oh, it's the Savannah bananas. Everybody knows Savannah bananas. <laughs> it's a fantastic hat for the Savannah yeah. bananas. A fantastic team name as well. All right. We are going to Bantamweights. Yes, we're going to Bantamweights. And it is Ruffian Stotts. Too bad he's not from Brazil, or it could be Hoffian Stotts. Ruffian Stotts versus Danny Sabatello, three five-minute rounds at 135 pounds. Danny Sabatello, the Italian gangster. Not a good nickname, Gumby. If you are an Italian gangster, you probably shouldn't advertise that you're an Italian gangster, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a nickname for sure. <laughs> the, the, that'll get the that'll get the heat on you going going telling everyone you're a gangster anyhow the italian gangster danny sabatello from the united states of course uh, he's 14 and three three knockouts five submissions he's been knocked out once submitted once four and two in bellator lost win loss over his last three including losing his last fight via submission regional champion one no in contender series five years younger than stotts two inches taller plus 170 super Ro- rofian stotts so I guess Bellator doesn't pay very good, so he's got to be a, a superintendent in his uh, spare time, right? Is that hey, what his nickname means, hey, right? Very, very clever. Super. <laughs> Dad joke. 19 and 2 for Mr. Stotts. Four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. 7 and 1 in Bellator. 11 and 1 over his last 12. He lost his last fight via knockout. Uh, regional champion, uh, collegiate wrestling champion, an inch of reach on Sabatello, minus 210. Yeah, if this was anybody else he was fighting other than Danny Sabatello coming off of his um, knockout loss, I might be worried. But Sabatello just doesn't seem like he's got the hands that can put anybody away. Um, Also, these two fought very recently. Um, These two fought last December. um, And and Stotts won that fight, I thought, handedly. Uh, It it wound up being a split decision. But to me, he clearly won rounds two, three, and five. Um, I, I gave it to Sabatello one and four to Sabatello. Two judges had it exactly the same as I did, and then one judge inexplicably gave every single round to Danny Sabatello, um, a, a 50 45 the other way. Uh, so that was a weird one, but uh, I, I think the bottom line here is just that like Sabatello's wrestling is very good, but Stotts is a, a top level wrestler, so as long as he stuffs enough of the takedowns, he's gonna win on the feet. Um, and he did that last time. I have no reason to think he won't do it again. So I, I know they're running this one back because it was a split last time, but I'm I'm all about stats. I, I think he gets it done in the same way, just maybe by a wider margin this time. And as per usual, Jeff overlooked that it was a 
uh, rematch. So there you go. Um, Stotts is the pick. Gumby, very chalky, chalky today. We have to switch our names on the screen. Um, all right. We're going to a tournament fight here. This is for this is the tournament semifinals. Bellator. Wait a minute. How, how are they going to finish this tournament, I Gumby? No, It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to watch it. No one's going to get paid. Is that how it's, they're going to end just, it? But yeah, they're... I, uh, they- I think they'll maybe do it in the back of a Burger King or something like that. <laughs> yeah. This is a tournament semifinal. So for the lightweight tournament, why is it? It's five. The tournament fights are five rounds. Normally, are they? Um, I, It says it's five, five minute rounds on topology. I didn't think I, their tournaments I, were five, five minute rounds, but. I might not have been paying attention to this tournament. I'll be yeah, it's true. Well, I'm asking you, <laughs> you of all people. Uh, Patricky Friere versus Alexander Chablis. Shabley is the event or are the fighters here. Friere, AKA Pitbull is 25 and 11, 17 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once 16 and nine in Bellator used to be the champion. Win loss, win over his last three, won his last fight via TKO. However, he's only gone two and three over his last five. 2005 was his pro MMA debut. He's got injury reach on Shabley plus 300. Shabley Paris vet is the nickname. Do you know what a Paris vet is? I do not. <laughs> it's a, la- a laser weapon. I assume that's why he's nicknamed that. Okay. Um, he's 23 and 3, 12 knockouts, 7 submissions. He's been submitted once. Four in Noah Bellator. Last two wins have come via TKO. Eight straight wins. He's not lost since November 2016. 2010 was his pro MMA debut. Seven years younger than Friere, an inch taller, minus 400. Another big, big uh, line here. I So I'm. I'm not trying to tip my hand here. I think this whole main card is super chalky. Um, and you, you pretty much, yeah, you'll, you, here's a spoiler on my next two ones. I, I like the favorites <laughs> and just the, the favorites and just about anything. Um, but if you were looking for a spot for an underdog, now I'm going to say here, the gun to my head pick Alexander Shabley here. He's a little bit faster. He's a little bit younger. Uh, he's got crazy pop in his hands, but if you were looking for a spot to find an underdog on this main card, I think you could do worse than Patricky Pipple. Uh, Pipple, he's clearly the lesser of the two Pipple brothers, but he's got like really great aggression on the feet and he's dangerous. And the thing about Shabley is he's such a good striker that sometimes it, it seems like he pays less attention to his defense because he's used to people just being intimidated by how much he's picking them apart. I could see him having trouble with Pitbull, who is not intimidated by him. Pitbull's not intimidated by anybody. Neither of the two brothers are. They just come forward like wild men. So officially, my pick here is going to be Shabley because I just think he's faster. He's sharper. He's got, you know, more weapons. You know, he throws knees, which, you know, Pitbull, for the most part, just like winging hooks and, you know, coming forward with all of his might. I think Shabley is going to take him out with when he gets a little wild one time, but at you know what did you say was the price on pitbull plus 300 yep yeah plus 300 is like i mean like it's way better than even throwing shabley into a parlay so officially pick i'll take shabley i think he gets it done i don't see any value on his number okay there you go before we get to the top two fights i'm going to tell you about our friends at game time so you have somewhere to spend all this money that we're going to win you here. Game time is the spot for last minute tickets. It's the go-to app. If you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see it's the go-to app for last minute tickets. And it's also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps in your set and tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email, snag the tickets without the stress with the game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code CFBX. 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame Bets will help you win money too. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer bet, and soccer bet, excuse me, with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer, optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Hopefully Gumby did some research for the top two fights. That's what we're going to get to now. They are both four championships. Bellator MMA Bantamweight Championship is the first one we're going to do. Five five-minute rounds. The champion, Sergio Pettis, against the challenger, Apache Mix. I can tell you about the challenger first. Mix, no love, and war ready are the nicknames. Which one do you prefer, Gumby? Well, not no love, because that's uh, Rich Clemente. Okay, so he's war ready then. Um, Mix, 18-1, two knockouts, 12 submissions, never been finished in a fight. 7-1 in Bellator is the interim champion right now and the Grand Prix champion. He's won five straight fights, four of them via finish. Four of the five, uh, I think he's got finish, finish, decision, finish, finish, I believe is, is the breakdown there. Um, he has missed weight before, was a regional champion. Two inches taller than Pettis, three inches of reach, minus 220. The favorite, the dog is the, uh, sorry, the challenger is the favorite. Uh, the phenom, Sergio Pettis, even though he's in his 30s now, he's 23 and five. Four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. 5-0 and Beltor. He is the champion with one successful title of defense. He's won six straight fights. He's not lost since December of 2018. He also has multiple regional championships on his... Mantle. Correct. The shirt, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Used to fight down at Flyweight. 9-5 run in the UFC. 2011 Pro MMA debut. Plus 180, the champion. A big dog here. Yeah, I can't, and I can't get behind him. There's too many red flags for me. You know, like the the time off, the fact that the time off came due to the injury, right? He wasn't in the Grand Prix because of the injury that, that kept him out. Um, and then when you stack on top of that, like let's also talk about the fact that his last fight, um, was it his last fight with Kyoji Horiguchi? Um, or was it a couple ago? Um, you put the intern on that one. Uh, Kyoji Horiguchi uh, was beating the hell out of him right? Like was beating him up. Good was clearly on his way to winning that fight when Sergio Pettis snatched a victory from the jaws of defeat. And so like, I haven't seen good things lately out of Sergio Pettis. And I also just think Patchy Mix is a terrible matchup for him. Patchy Mix, phenomenal wrestler, showed it against Ralphie Stotts. also deadly, or, or rather, rather he's deadly with his hands, which he also showed against Ralphie Stotts. His submission game is sick. Like, I just think he's better in pretty much every way. Patchy Mix is one of the dudes who I'm the most excited to see move over to the UFC should Bellator close up shop because he's just like, I mean, he does a lot of the same fun things that Aljamain Sterling does. Uh, and, and I think that that's kind of fun. It would be cool to see him uh, in that same exact weight class. So yeah, Patchy Mix, I think he's going to take down Pettis. I think he's going to wear him out and wouldn't be surprised if he clipped him with the hands too. Patchy Mix, good shit. <laughs> Pettis beat Patricio Pitbull last fight, and then Horiguchi uh, was the fight before that. Ah, okay. So, so I missed. I forgot about the the other Pitbull fight, and yep. 
he did look better in that one. I'll give him he looked better than that yeah. one. Um, but like in the Horiguchi fight, he looked like he was falling apart, and then he then he did fall apart and had to back out of this tournament. So uh, yep. yeah, it's pat, patchy mix clearly here. All right, let's go to the main event for the Bellator MMA welterweight championship. Five five minute rounds, hundred seventy pounds. The champion Yaroslav Amosov versus the challenger Jason Jackson. So we got Ukraine versus Jamaica in the main event. Uh, Jason Jackson, the ass kicking machine. 16 and four, four knockouts. Really? That's his nickname. <laughs> and it's a proper, it's ass, ass dash kicking. So it's even, uh, even oh, good grammar, grammar too. And, and good grammar. Yep. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right. The machine is 16 and four, four knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Seven and one in Bellator. He's won six straight fights. Is not, uh, his last win or his last fight came in July of 2022. So he's been off for a bit. He's not lost a fight since October of 2019. He, also has multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt sports gaming podcast.com slash store one one on the ultimate fighter. Oh, one in contender series 2012 pro MMA debut two inches taller than Amosov three inches reach plus two fifteen. Amosov dynamo is the nickname 27 and oh, he can have any nickname he wants with that record. Nine knockouts, 10 submissions. He's eight. No, in Bellator he is a champion. He's already successfully defended the title once also as a regional champion. He's fed at middleweight 2012 pro MMA debut. He has multiple world championship Sambo uh, titles. He's three years younger than Jackson, minus 275. I, I'm going Amosov. You know, I told you I was going to be chalky this whole card, and there's a reason. Uh, like, if you watch Jackson, he's he's long, and that gives people problems sometimes. But, like, he's just not a guy who finishes well. Um, you know, like, I, I think you go back and you look at his record. What has he got? Like seven straight decision victories since the last time he, he finished somebody. Um, and Amosov is just a guy with, he, he has maybe the most incredible motor I've seen out of a guy, his size, like in a five round fight, he is as fresh in round five as he is in round one. And I think that for Jackson is, is going to be tricky. And, you know, like we've seen Jackson get wrestled up a little bit. I'm thinking it's probably a long time ago now, but when he fought Ed Ruth, who granted is a, a super high level D one wrestler, right? Um, we, we've seen that not go well for him. And uh, I just think Amosov is going to bring a, a style of fight to him that he's not really going to like. If he wants to win this fight, he needs to, he, he needs to make Amosov afraid of that, like long reaching jab he throws with the, the two behind it. I, I don't think Amosov's going to be deterred by it. I think he's just going to move forward and he's going to get, uh, he's going to get takedowns. He's going to get his own boxing going. I, like I, I think Amosov is better just about everywhere on Jason Jackson. It's kind of shocking to see his number so low too. So I originally thought this was going to be a, first of all, I knew it was going to be a chalky card for me when I looked at it. I was like, I know who the favorites are. I know who's going to win. Um, but I'm a little bit surprised that some of these are as close as they are. Cause Amosov uh, being as low as he is surprises me. All right. There you go. Um, Chalky, but like Umbi said, um, the Lions are better than he expected. He's got Amosov, he's got Mix, he's got Shabali, he's got Stotts, he's got McKee, and that is it. Um, so that is the Bellator for you. We'll be back on Wednesday. UFC running again this week, naturally, so we'll be covering that Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, in the meantime, Discord, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Discord, Twitter, SGPN MMA, Gumby Vreeland, Jeff Fox writer. I'm also Jeff Fox writer on Instagram. Get in my Substack, subscribe, enter my pick and contest for free, moneymma.substack.com. Listen to Gummy's Top Turtle MMA podcast every week, drops midweek. Do we know who's on it this week already? 
Yeah, I got three fighters from UFC Vegas 82. I'm talking to opponents. Uh, Chad Ann Helliger is fighting Jose Johnson, and I'm talking to both of those two. Uh, and then I'm also talking to recent contender series vet and debutante uh, Kyle Machado. All right, so make sure you get more Gumby in your ear holes. Uh, and obviously, YouTube. Subscribe to your YouTube MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. And go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com for all good things in sports gambling world and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Help us crush corporate gambling. Gumby, get us out of here. I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's the ass-kicking machine, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday. 